0: Today's episode of the Grand Artique podcast is brought to you by Thorn Brewery. It's our friends over there in San Diego who are making some of the best beer coming out of the region.
1: We love San Diego beer beer, and we love Thorn Brewing.
0: Yeah, they have, uh, they do a lot of different kinds of beers, but what they're kind of really focused on, it seems lately, are the IPAs. Uh, And they have, you know, the, the standard kind of IPAs that you can get. Uh, Like a a New England style hazy IPA called Hopster Pot. They have a Relay IPA, which is a West Coast style. Uh, But the thing that I like, as far as I'm an IPA drinker, but uh, lately I've been trying to keep the belly under control. So they have a Treading Lightly, which is a low carb IPA, which you can pretty much drink all day and not feel too bad about it. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend that.
1: Uh, Thorn Brewing has three exciting locations in San Diego. One in North Park. One in Barrio Logan, right next to the Grand Artique, and one in
0: Mission Hills. Yes, their website is thorn.beer. Go ahead and visit that website, and you can visit those locations as soon as the pandemic is over and once the restrictions are being lifted uh, here in a few weeks. I definitely recommend going into their Barrio Logan store. Uh, That's where we've—it's right near our shop in San Diego, actually, and so we we can go there after uh, a hard day of— of doing nothing okay. in that shop, of making trades in the in the shop, <laughs> it's actually a pretty amazing place that that, that they have there. Uh, so I definitely recommend getting over there as soon as this thing's over. Uh, go to Thorn Dot Beer. Find out when they open again. We are the Grand Artique, and we back Thorn Brewing. We're also uh, sponsored by Rubicon Deli, uh, a great sandwich shop in San Diego and in Reno, Nevada. Uh, we have known them for years uh they go way back i remember the first time having one of their sandwiches we were shooting a show about shane dolan uh the grand artique owner one of them him and his brother weird sort of humble brag but we didn't do that and they were supplying us with sandwiches uh, during the during during the shoot we were shooting this reality show and (laughs) i just fell in love with their food it's their sandwiches are just ridiculous and this was 10, 12 years, ten years ago maybe? Yeah, and they're still N- less going strong.
1: It's it's seriously. I I I'm, I'm 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 big on food. I love the middle of the day break. It's very important that the food it also is to Shane and a bunch of the people at the Grand Artique, but that's an that's an aside. When their sandwich came on that shoot, it's it, it stops your day. Like it, it slows you down and you go, Wow.
0: You can't you believe what you're putting in your mouth. You can't believe a sandwich from a from a store could be this good. You yeah. Know, not something you made in your right. kitchen. It's right. so delicious.
1: Do yourself a favor. Do not go to another chain sandwich store. In San Diego. Instead of Rubicon Deli. Right. Go to Rubicon Deli. Experience fresh. Experience mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Yeah. Get their Dapper Dipper, their Ruby Club. The bread is just fantastic. they, uh, have, they have amazing salads. Iced teas, cold brew, coffee cold brew there. Right. right. They have
1: acai bowls. And they sourced all of it. Like right. The owners went and found the good stuff. Right. These are smart
0: people. And just because we, uh, Pete and I, happen to be very strong advocates of putting meat in our bodies, they have veggie-friendly options there as oh, well. They, so they, they have yeah. both options. You can get whatever you want. There. And Pescatarian. I believe they got some fish action. Right. They've got locations open today still uh, in UTC La Jolla, Mission Hills and Forest Ranch, uh, Reno, Nevada. You can go there and order. I think you can order online and pick up right now. And once the stores are open, you go back in there. And a lot of those locations serve beer as well. It's definitely worth a a a gander to get some local beer there too. So I definitely recommend going there. It's my favorite restaurant in San Diego. Go to RubiconDeli.com if you want to place an order. You'll be able to pick up from there.
1: We are the Grand Artique, and we back Rubicon Deli. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the Grand Artique Podcast. I am Peter Strat
0: and I'm Dan Hickey.
1: This is episode number nine. That's right, number nine,
0: number nine, number nine. Nine. Enough said. Okay, it's a little French English pun. Right. I was, yeah, I was doing, I was doing the Beatles. Were you really? Yeah, that's off the White Album. It's the number nine, number, Revolution number nine.
1: Folks, Dan Hickey loves the Beatles, and uh, when I went to high school, the Beatles were all the rage. And Pete Strad is a rebel, so I hated the Beatles because everybody loved the Beatles. So did that make you a Rolling
0: Stones guy, or just not into any of it?
1: I went Pink Floyd, okay, and uh, Pink Floyd, Talking Heads probably was my high school. Maybe a little Dire Straits, right? Yeah. Um, Art of Noise and Paul Simon. Always been a Paul Simon
0: fan. Oh, that's uh, quite a strange
1: mix. Yeah, I know. And you don't get women yeah. with Art of Noise and Paul Simon.
0: I was listening to Phil Collins, Belle Biv DeVoe, Boys to Men, Public Enemy, Two Live Crew, Public Enemy Number One, and what, what else was I listening to at that time? And then anything from the eighties. I loved all eighties music in in high school. It, 'Cause I graduated high school in ninety two. So I started high school in like eighty eight, eighty-nine. And so I went back to early eighties and that became like that was my calling card. I thought I was so badass for being into like the cars and Oh yeah, yeah cars. You know, I was down with yeah, cars too. Yeah. yeah. Heartbeat City. Right, I had that album. Right. But all the cool kids were listening to like NWA, yeah. Public Enemy, yeah, yeah, Two yeah. Live Crew. It was a little too hard. And then me. the and then the and then the pop stuff was was Belle Biv DeVoe, uh, Boys to Men. R&B, yeah. hip-hop.
1: Folks, our show is a series of sidetrack <laughs> conversations <laughs> that sort of center around things that are going to happen. So today on our show, we will talk to Dr. Anne Schultz from Oxford. She is a PhD at Oxford currently, and she studies communication science. She has a PhD in communication science, and
0: she studies... The uh, effects of journalism, news, uh, like uh, social wh- media, what people, what journalists are writing and how that information is received. It's really fascinating. And we take the test uh, survey that she they just did uh, throughout the world. Uh, and we compare notes as to how we did versus the rest of the United States. Yes. You're going to be surprised. You're going to be surprised. It's
1: uh, a bunch of questions about, uh, true-false questions about what the world knows about coronavirus.
0: Uh, after that, we're going to talk to Stephanie Federoff uh, for a brief moment. She's going to sing us out a song. She's one of our favorite Grand Artique folks. She's, she's an
1: OG Grand Artiker.
0: Yeah, she kind of, I would say she's like the musical director of what we do. She doesn't book all the music. That's Ian um, Bonesaw. Uh, he does a lot of our. He does all the booking, and he's one of the owners of the company. Right. But she kind of runs the music on stage when any of our performers are doing stuff. Now she. I'm agreeing take, with that. She's taken over that that role.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. So. Or at least she's very close to that. Or she's a great person to check in with. Anyways, she's 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 a hyper motivated person who. Showed up to the Grand Arctic and volunteered at first, and got in into it all, and and it's been fun to watch her blossom. She, you know, she's te- she's starting to own that stage. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah.
0: Okay, so stick around for that. Um, before we get into that, though,
1: we got to talk about our week and well, some of the things that we're doing and what we've learned and how yeah. life is in quarantine. But before even that,
0: take this moment to go grab yourself a bottle of whiskey, pour yourself a shot.
1: Yeah.
0: Hit pause. Yeah. And now that you're back, let's go ahead and do a shot. Take your hat off. Here's the deal, folks. Weird, stinky, sucky, whatever it is,
1: if you're still alive and you got a shot in front of you, you're still doing okay. It's okay. I truly believe this. I truly believe this. I'm going to talk like the captain. Folks, we are going to get out of this. It could be two years from now, but we will sit somewhere and look back on this and laugh.
2: Together it with will,
1: shots. And it will make us... It will make us a tighter group. On the other side of this, will be a tighter knit group, and it'll be the whole world that will be tighter this time. So right. that's a good thing. All right, raise them up. Here you are, whiskey. whiskey.
0: Here we go. <laughs> That'll keep us loose. Okay. Okay. So, unless of course we're not all closer and closer. Unless of course you know, after the election, we're all divided and we hate each other. You know. I mean it could be either one of those things. That I'm that, hoping that what you say is true. From 6 <laughs> feet away from me, Dan says these things
2: <laughs>
1: where I'm sitting. It has to get better. It has to get better. I mean, this is the most divided our country has ever been. And and you know, they always say that common enemy. I mean,
0: before since, since the Civil War probably.
1: Probably, right? And it, it, okay. You're you, hearing You got me. <laughs> there was the civil war. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking myopically inside of my own forty eight years. Hold on. Wait, I have to I have to symbolize uh, uh, how many symbols is myopically? Myopically. That's a four syllable word.
0: It, is it myopically or is it myopically? <laughs> my, myopically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hopefully it's a five-syllable word I mean, that's impressive Hopefully
0: Yeah,
1: yeah but uh, take takes some of the impressiveness out <laughs> That I don't know if it's a four or five-syllable <laughs> word
0: I, I think I like the four I think what you did was right Okay I I may have complicated it a little bit
1: <laughs> So, folks, um, you getting sick of Zooming? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God We talked about this last week, but it's really, it's it's hard I don't look forward to it I, I you know what I don't look forward to it then when I'm in it I don't mind it but when it gets into those huge huge groups I I'm out I am out so
1: I had this week my best American uh, filled with Americans zoom yet the uh, for their part the Europeans really do They listen better. Or at least
0: the Europeans that you're in.
1: That's correct. Okay, yeah. The ones I got into Zoom with. And they, they just went a little slower, and they all waited. And this, so I don't know how many days we are since shutdown, but this was the first week that I actually saw Americans on Zoom pausing and listening. And I am not pointing the finger. It's probably because I wasn't talking that I could even hear mm-hmm. that other people mm-hmm. were listening. Wow! Because <laughs> I was trying my... Because you were listening. Oh, yeah, because two weeks ago, my wife wakes me up one morning telling me I'm crazy, and she doesn't know who I am because
0: I go insane when the Zoom box is on. So, um. well, it's because you're with your pals. What's funny, and I, maybe we said this last week about all these Zoom calls, is that you're, I'm finding myself spending more time with people that I don't spend that much time with in life. Yes, and I'm spending more time with them because of this. So that's that's a weird blessing of this whole thing. Is that you know, you know I th- I'm sure I'm not the only one to notice this, and it's probably not even the first time I've said it on the show, but it's something that I do appreciate.
1: Well, uh, uh, exactly along those lines, I took to calling my nephew, and, uh, and I, uh, a couple of things came out of of this le- this learning moment for me. I realized that I was avoiding having a relationship with my nephews and nieces because I didn't want to be an uncle because an uncle is old and uncles... Are old, and I didn't want to be old, and I didn't want to grow old. <laughs> God damn it, yeah, time. So, so, but my sister was telling me that her son Cade um, was uh, separated from them. You know, he was staying in his apartment in in um, uh, Missouri, Mizzou. He goes to Mizzou, and uh, so, and she was, as moms and eldest children do, they were having trouble communicating, and so I just called him just to talk and hang out, and it's been really cool. We're, we're developing, you know, like...
0: A- well, he's an adult now. Yeah. You know, he's a grown-up. Yeah. It's so weird when you see it happen before your eyes. That it doesn't seem okay. It seems doesn't seem right because, it, you know, you and I don't have kids, mm-hmm. but we're experiencing our siblings have kids. Right. And, and the time is flying so fast. Yeah. Because I remember... Right. So... And, I'm. I'm now. I'm talking to him like I'm, a friend and an uncle.
1: Right. And and, 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 and and I'm pretty, pretty quick to just be a friend. That's kind of my style. And, and and I catch myself talking. Going, wait, am I allowed to say that? And I'm like, yeah, no, no. This is an adult. This is an adult.
0: I can. Not talk. only that, it's not. You're you're the uncle. Right. So you can kind of say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, <laughs> well, the the at the exact same time, my brother's eldest child, Madison. Is has been texting me,
0: and she and has a phone.
1: No, she's using her her mom's oh. iPad. Yeah. So she uses that. I'm not judging Brian. Well, no, it's they, fine. It's Brian. IPad.
0: If you're, li- I know you're listening, Brian. I'm not judging you. I don't think Brian's listening. <laughs>
1: that's my my hunch is Brian's <laughs> not listening. Brian is a busy man who schedules out things. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's anyway, my brother. Yeah. But so Madison has been texting me, and and he. I was talking to him last week, and I uh, so Maddie was texting me, but she stopped. He goes, oh, yeah, I stopped her. I didn't want her to bug you. I go, what
0: are you talking about? I, I love that. It's quarantine. <laughs> I got nothing to do. Quarantine, whatever. Yeah. Hearing from <laughs> your family, especially the young ones. Well, this is Brian, someone who has
1: scheduled out. He right. has a schedule. Yeah. He wants. For the rest of his life. Yeah, for everything. <laughs> Every
0: minute for the rest of his yeah. life. Has the good got
1: times yeah. and the bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he
0: knows. Uh, Well, now is the time where I've scheduled in a valley.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that yes, exactly. So, but so I've really got to talk with Madison, just plainly, and it's been fun. It's it it that is a a new thing that came out of this, and it's just you you, you kind of you know when you got to take the whole big picture in, kind of you <laughs> you do some math, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So 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 um a couple of the topics we've been talking about is what we learned because you know. Uh, living in a quarantine or living in a global pandemic it forces you to learn new things. And I've also weekly been talking about being quarantined with me because I have a lot of energy and I'm loud. But I've been running really hard. I've been running which takes a little of the energy away. And I've really been trying to well b-
0: to tell, uh, t- 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 tell the audience that you were a runner your whole life. That was your like that was your skill. that was your secret power, right? Uh, was being able to run fast. And to, for long distance, Do I get to give the whole brag? Should yeah. I
1: give the whole brag? Yeah, I, why anyway, not? Okay. Nobody's but listening about
0: us. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so at, at one point, I went to Sunset High School and our-
0: In co- Portland, Oregon.
1: Yes. Our high school cross-country team was sponsored by Nike because- because my coach was friends with Phil Knight. Anyways, we're right next to Nike Beaverton, and it's just very important. Like, my coach knew Prefontaine. If you know anything about running or Prefontaine, there was a movie, but it doesn't matter.
0: I mean, started the jogging movement, basically. Yes, right. Came out of Oregon.
1: So running is super important where I grow up, and and my sister, my brother, and I were all very, very good runners. At the peak of my running in my life, quickly, I, I... I joined the US Navy. I tried to be a Navy SEAL. I'm not sure why. We can talk about it later, but it's just what I did. It happened. And at one point we were having a five mile run in the in in Navy SEAL training and basic underwater demolition SEALs, buds. But so and and I got third place out of a hundred people running. And I was very disappointed. And one of my classmates was like Give him congratulating me like you, you dude, you got third place. And I said, well, telling him I'm from Sunset. We, I should have won. Like, people that I ran with in high school went to the Olympics. And he goes, well, you know that the guy who won the Ironman in Hawaii won my class's five mile run at SEAL training. So the the, pers- <laughs> the person who got number first one won the Ironman, right and then number 2 that guy got the bronze medal in the steeplechase in the last olympics and so i was like, and then that's where i was and that's exactly how good of a runner i ever was i could have sniffed olympic trials at one point for long long distances but that's it that I would have got to the trials and I would have got my ass beat and sent home.
0: But you were in the you were in the conversation. You weren't you were, you wouldn't have been la- laughed off the stage. Like there would have been other no, people. We- you wouldn't you wouldn't have been the best, but you wouldn't have been the worst. Correct. And out of a hundred
1: men in Navy Seal training, they they take you on these runs many 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 times, and they make us follow a Humvee and and the instructors like four instructors in the Humvee. So one instructor will get out and run with us for a little bit and yell at us and yell at us and then run up and get back in the Humvee. Humvee never stops, right? Like they're hopping in and out while it's moving, right? And, and of 100 of us, I think the group was like 7 to 10 that never, ever – they call it the goon squad. If you can't keep up – so you stay in ranks, you stay in ranks. Right. And if you fall out of the ranks and you can't stay in the ranks, so on the longest runs it would get from 100 – the ranks would turn into seven of us because as people start to peel off and 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 I never 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 ever would I ever ever be in the goon squad I can't do it no. I, I I'm 48 years old I run three miles I run so, a,
0: yeah that's a what mile and a
1: half straight uphill and a mile and a half straight down yeah so
0: so and w- when I go when's the last I never when's stopped. the last time you were regularly running it's been a while I
1: took probably three or four years off five years six years ten years yeah. okay, okay dan says 10
0: years i believe dan you and were you ran a little bit you know you would run for a day or two okay and then that's it but okay it's right. been about it's been at least 10 years since you were running regular okay
1: right yes so the so with the time off i took to running because it just calms my brain calms my nerves it's just nice and and so and uh, recently my brother on a phone call with my sister and i
0: so just so you know pete is now running mount fuckface in our neighborhood (laughs) it's It's called mount fuckface (laughs) that's what i call it Uh, it's actually so i stole that from somebody else an old roommate of mine called a hill but it's basically a mountain in highland park that you you know that that has a bunch of trails that has a lake up at the top and it's a park and
1: i run up it and i run up it and i cannot stop and and i stopped so this time that I've been back I stopped for one step and honestly I cannot remember ever stopping while running I've ne- I, never ever I just like that's the thing just I don't stop, stop when I have to go to the bathroom well like I, 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 I mean that's fun we talked about that yeah, last
0: week yeah.
1: I, I, I don't have to go to the bathroom I've never no. had that problem it's so a, it's a horrifying no, I can in your, in your day I, 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 I understand because I, uh, shoot who's can't remember John Sheffrin, who I ran with in high school who is no longer with us he got brain cancer but he 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 was the the guy on our team that would be like I got to make sure to time out <laughs> got to time out my movement because la 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 you know cuz that, that would screw up your whole race no i i don't know what it is inside of me my nerves or whatever but that never happens during that those two things just don't happen so
0: what have you found have you found uh, are you noticing improvement
1: Yes, so m- my brother challenged me and said that I was running slow. I was, I'm running three miles in like 27 minutes, and I ran. You know, it's uphill. It's quite a run, but uh, uphill was my specialty back in the day. Hills were my specialty. Those tall people can beat me on flat land, but when we go uphill, I can get them. And and so, but my brother made fun of me, and I t- I took 35 seconds off of my uh, in a week. In a week, yeah. Just effort, just brain effort. I just said, let's do this.
0: So is that the new normal? What do you think? It, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. Are you, like, it, you can't go slower than that now, right? You have to match that every time?
1: Yeah, I would think so. It, it wasn't even, it's not even hard yet. I'm intentionally, and I've never done this before, so this can go on to the things that, that I've learned. And I actually learned this through yoga. I've started a yoga practice because my wife is running. All right, folks,
0: that was Runner's Weekly segment. <laughs> We're now moving into the yoga section. Uh, so we'd like to say thank you to Kinship for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. Yes. Runner's Weekly was sponsored by Nike. No, it wasn't, but thank you very much. Yoga time. Yes. Go ahead.
1: So I started a yoga practice, and in the yoga practice, I hear all these people. Um, I started, you know, I started working out with Navy SEALs, so that's where I started. So now when you go to yoga, these people are like, no, 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 just do what you can at each moment and slowly stack a do what you can on top of a do what you can on top of a do what you can, and you'll realize that you can do more than you could do. That is a whole new thought process for me the the slogan of my navy seal class was save not the body like go they, as far as you can go huck your piece of human meat at the problem throw blood and guts at them and 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 i approached yoga like that at first and i hurt myself a couple times because you can't, right? You had to stop for a minute. Yeah, well, you, you know, I got this beer belly. I love beer, and I and when you invert, put the beer belly up over certain muscles, <laughs> it's like you're gonna you to <laughs> tweak something. So, so, and anyways, so I'm learning through yoga to take it slow. So I've actually approached running this time. Uh, for the last few weeks, I've just been going out and trying to turn on the car and let the engine idle and. Uh, Idle up a hill. I'm not. I'm going up a hill. It's a hard run, but I'm not pushing because it, you know. And the I victory. Can, the victory can. is just doing it yes. in the
0: beginning. The victory is just getting up mm-hmm. the hill.
1: Right. So, so it's the first time in life I've been doing something while knowing the whole time I can go faster and not going faster. That's the new lesson for me. It's like actually just going through it. And it pisses me off because I want to go faster. And this, sure. this young teenager got on the uphill trail ahead of me this this last run what, yesterday, and he smoked it. And I was able to just keep my plan and, and cheer him in my head be like, damn, dude, he, he, he ripped up that hill. He didn't destroy me, but he... he created more space between him and I on that run up that hit.
0: I think for me I think what would happen if I was like the the Navy SEAL way mm-hmm. if I was doing that in my life and I didn't have an outside force forcing me to do something I think that would keep me from continuing like that would like the it's the step-by-step the building block method that's the only way I can continue doing something that is kind of difficult or something that I don't really want to do is to do it step-by-step is to just you know let. Build naturally instead of throwing your complete like energy into one thing for a hundred percent, and then because then I wake up the next day and I'm like, I don't want to do that again. Yes, <laughs> I don't want. I, I'm I'm gonna find something else to do for, with my time. Yes, it's like you go to Navy SEAL
1: <laughs> training, <laughs> yeah. you get to this peak, and you go, "Nah, nope, done with that." Yeah, and then you end up in festival land. Right. Yeah, I I, I definitely understand what you just said. Uh, now. <laughs> but I didn't my entire life it, it's uh I'm definitely an all or nothing person I go all the way in and I follow my nose to the things that I do well people say I'm funny people say I'm a good runner well I do comedy and <laughs> you know it's just what I I my father always said go go where you are wanted. go where you are wanted. where the where the world needs you yeah. go there yeah. uh, you'll you'll have a more joyful life
0: <laughs> yeah andy cohen uh he's the He's the CEO of Gensler Architect, uh, architecture. He said something similar to that. It's like, practice your strengths, forget your weaknesses, don't worry about it. Yeah. We did an interview with him once a few years ago, and he, he oh, said yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. that. Right, he yeah. said, he said, you know, what are you good at? Do those things. Don't worry about There's other people that do your weaknesses better. Yeah. So let them do it. Don't worry about strengthening your the things that you suck at or that you don't like. That's why people have tax people. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't worry about it. Don't so, worry about it. Yeah. Well, that
1: said, we're talking about things we learned. Um, well, was that a thing you learned? Well, yes, definitely. I think right here in this moment, I'm realizing, like, oh, that's the first... When I was talking about running, that's really the first time I went out and didn't put... So the way I would race even in, in, in when I was racing, when I was racing in high school and when I was racing after in the military, when I would race... I've tried to beat you right now. So in the first three miles, I'm going to go fast to try and make you think that's it. So I I, I would burn my fuel and my energy early. And now I'm trying to save it, you know. I'm approaching it like a 48-year-old. like, I better save something. I'm fixing to run a mile and a half straight uphill. I
0: better save a little energy. And that is definitely... Which is great when you're training for a race. Yeah. Which is great when you have like the outside force would be uh, the race at the end of your training. Mm-hmm, but when you're just like, mm, I'm gonna get some exercise today. If you're just doing like, if they, for me, if if this isn't for everybody, yeah. But but it's for me. It's it's if I am if I have a if no goal other than just get some work in today. Then just doing the work is is good. You know, yeah. and like maybe I'll do it a little bit better, but I'm not gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'm such a competitor, I'm always competing. I know, even but with so, myself. so that's fine as long as you're able to keep going. Well, but, we're but, learning. We're learning. Yeah, right. That's what I we're mean, learning this yeah, week. It yeah, really we really are. The journey is the thing, not the destination, right? Yeah. To, like for me, it's like it's been the hardest lesson of my life is that just keep doing it. It's the doing it that's great, you know. Not not the not not arriving and, and having the whole thing done. Okay, so that said, I to I'm going to
1: I'm gonna introduce what I, a something, a something I learned this week. And it's a person that uh, very few people listening will know, but he's an important person in my life. His name is Jody Jones. And Jody Jones is from Texas. And Jody Jones walked on as a football player at, at Lu- in Lubbock, Texas as a Red Raider who walked on Texas Tech, right? Texas Tech, and 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 made the team just through sheer badass grit. Like this guy is grit, and 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 then he quit. By the way, he makes the team. They say, "Yep, you made the team." And then he looks back at him and says, "All right, I don't want to kill my body. I'm out of here." Another story. But Jody Jones is from Texas. He taught me how to eat barbecue. Taught me where barbecue is. Taught me about country music. He, he and I were in Hollywood, and we took a road trip from Hollywood to nowhere. We basically said, "Let's get in a car, and who knows when we'll come back." And so we did months. We did the entire i ten from Los Angeles to North Carolina. We ended up in Wilmington. Where yeah. does the ten stop?
0: Not there. You had to you had to tack North to get to North Carolina. Are you sure about that? Um yeah, because the twenty is in Atlanta. Where the 20 goes through Atlanta, and the S- 10 is south of, of Atlanta. So we went
1: through New Orleans, went through Texas. Anyways, Jones and I went through barbecue country. And does the 10 go into Atlanta? No, you're saying that's the 20. I see. Yeah. Okay, okay, 10 goes all so the yeah, way at to some, Jacksonville. Yeah, at
0: some point, you probably tacked up. and 10 goes it. to Jacksonville. Yeah, you're right, right, it goes to Florida. Yeah. Okay, so
1: anyways, we tacked up. But but we did the whole country, and, and we did... Beer and barbecue and country music, and it, it just was flipping awesome. Okay. Fast forward what? 15 years at least, sixteen years, seventeen years? Seventeen years ago. Seventeen yeah. years ago. And 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 we're on a Zoom call. The the first time I was on a Zoom call where I realized Americans could calm down and actually listen <laughs> to Shut each the other. Fuck up. <laughs> they can. Yeah. They can do it. They did it. I listened. Anyways, and Jody Jones explained. Tells the Zoom call that he's a vegetarian and that not only is he a vegetarian, like you know, some people tell you they're a vegetarian, and 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 you know, I'm just dabbling. No, no, he's explaining it as it, it's a it changed, you know, it's changing him metaphysically, it's changing his goals, it's changing the way he feels, it's changing the way he's thinking. This is what Jody Jones said. This person. I mean, he has three grills at his house right now. If it's he not represented
0: four. meat, he in is your brain. the
1: barbecue king, and he t- and he took he introduced me to it. Like I grew up in Portland, Oregon, barbecue not that important. It's just not. It's just not. Salmon is a big deal in Portland, but it's just not the same thing. Barbecue in places like Carolina and Tennessee and Texas and Missouri is. Goddamn religion uh, that might have been on purpose okay. okay so Jones represents meat says he's a vegetarian and and it it was heavy it was heavy for me I I, it, I, I blamed it on, I blamed it on the pandemic. I was like, wait this guy because I well first of all I, not first of all I love meat and I love barbecuing and I love the idea of going to Jody Jones's house. Mm, you know, the Traeger's smoking, another grill's going. I mean, there's like three or four grills going. It's one of my favorite things. So uh, in the moment, as he's explaining this, I'm actually experiencing loss. (laughs) I'm I'm taking on grief. Mm -hmm. I'm going, my barbecue sensei. Um, I'm looking at you too, Dan Farnham, who who was another one of my barbecue senseis. This guy smoked meat for yeah. 24 hours. He's full on hours.
0: vegan
2: now. Yeah, and he's, he's so- got a
0: he's got a podcast about being a vegan.
2: Go, oh, Dan Farnham.
0: Yeah. Oh. it's called a Vegan Riot or something or some a plant based riot. Check it out. It's a it's a great okay. You know, it's a great po- uh, podcast about being you know living a plant based lifestyle.
1: Right. Okay. Just. I don't, I can't remember the point. I, I don't it, know. It's something you learned. The, well, I learned that Jody Jones is calling himself a vegetarian. That's yeah. that's
0: what I learned. And I mean, we can blow it all up right now because we just talked to him. Well, we can. <laughs> that that made me feel good. By the way, that made me feel good. So we just talked to him about 20 minutes ago for whatever reason to line him up for next week, uh, and he uh, he's like, well, if it makes you feel any better. I got two ribeyes on the on the, on the Traeger right now.
1: Well, because because we <laughs> called him telling him we want his Traeger grill. We're like, "Dude, give us your Traeger grill. What are you doing?" And he's like, uh, I got two ribeyes on there right now." <laughs> we said, "Are they impossible ribeyes?"
0: <laughs> right. Plant-based ribeyes.
1: Yeah. So uh, so so Yeah, I think I missed the moment to tell, but that road trip that I took with him started in a bar that he worked at, and we took deer antlers. We stole them off the wall, off the wall of this bar we we wired them onto the grill of a toyota avalon
0: which is something that we do when we uh have carts at festivals we 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 always put horns on the front of our carts at
1: festivals right yeah so we wired these on and we drive from california all the way to texas and we're at the food the in uh Inspection, you know they. Oh, check when you're if coming if we, into California. Yeah, but no, we're going into Texas, and they have one right now. Oh, okay. We're West Texas; it's in the middle of nowhere. And we get out of the car, and the cop says, "Stand in the circle." And we're standing in the circle, and I turn around. And the cop's like, "What are you doing?" He's all yelling, and I turn around, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm, I'm just looking. What do you? You told me to stand in the circle, and he's freaking out. And he looks at the car, and he looks at us, and he goes. Where'd you guys get those horns? And Jones says to the cop, from a deer. What'd you think?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is Jody Jones. And then this is a day later from that, West Texas, very big, very long. We're driving down the road. Apparently, we're driving down the road. We're we're probably going 80, 90, whatever. We're going fast. Country road, two lanes and all of a sudden he just slams on the brakes smoke smoke comes flying past the car from like 90 to 0 as fast as you can he puts it in reverse now we're going backwards on the highway and <laughs> as he's backing up you know he's doing that thing where he's got his left hand on the steering wheel and his right hand's over over the thing he looks at me and he goes remember when you told me you never seen two cows fucking <laughs> We're going in reverse on a highway. (laughs) I say, yeah. And then he hits the brakes again, and we are 10 feet away from a bull just slamming uh, a a cow. (laughs) And he goes, well, now you have. (laughs) And then he hits it, and we keep going. Jody Jones is the best. (sighs) It's nice to hear that he's still eating meat. I'm sorry. I had to have a Jody Jones aside diatribe. I'm remembering, because of quarantine, I'm remembering the moments in my life that I felt the most free.
0: Mm, that, my friends, is things that he learned this week. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I got uh, I got a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't have deep stories that go behind it. What I learned this week, uh, one of the major things that I learned, this is probably, probably the deepest thing that I learned, is that... Uh, I think I might like Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dana, Dana, Dana. Hey, let me ask
1: you a question real quick. I hate to interrupt. Actually, I love interrupted.
0: Have you ever seen two cars? <laughs> 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 have you? Uh, I, I I, I, took, I don't know. I think I have. No, I've seen a bull with a heart on. I've seen a bull with a heart on. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I've seen two horses fuck on television. <laughs> But I have seen a I've seen I've seen a <laughs> folks, we apologize. We got it. on the <laughs> Anyway, I'd like to transition from Bulls fucking to Taylor <laughs> Swift. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, watch the little piece of propaganda called Miss Americana with Taylor Swift. She's a she's a gem. And I'm in. Ryan Adams, I told you this, but not the podcast world.
1: Ryan Adams redid one of her entire albums, the one that has "Shake, Shake, Shake" on it, and he did it for American Cowboy. He like made a country American Cowboy version and didn't change a note, didn't change a word. And I loved the album. And that when that happened, I I, I went, "Oh, I bet you Taylor Swift is really good."
0: She's amazing. She's
1: just not playing to me. No, I mean fine. never. Yeah. When
0: she wrote when, she, when her Rocket Rise, I was I wasn't listening to the radio terrestrial radio. I wasn't listening to that kind of music. I wasn't on those radio stations, so I had no I had no no reference. Like I still don't. I still don't have any reference for for most of the music that people listen to now because I the music that I listen to is typically you know, it's 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 typically older music i listen to stuff from you know yeah. the 50s and 60s and you know john really? prine yeah well i listen to i listen to old country blues dan loves the beatles i do i don't listen to them too much although we did have them i do listen to them sometimes on sunday when we're making we making intersect breakfast. on
1: uh traveling woolberries right right oh yeah, yeah if you don't know the traveling woolberries and you happen to be listening to this you gotta check in
0: so anyway Sorry. check out miss americana uh, as far as you know, if you're if you're willing to be surprised about somebody, I, Dana and I both were surprised. Another thing I learned this week: the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, that was a movie that Dana and I decided to watch. Yeah, it's three hours long, so be careful before you get into that. Yeah, it's you're th- gonna just stand there whistling Dixie. Yeah, it's three hours. Three hours and. I'd say about 70% of the music is overdub or 70% of the 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 dialogue is overdubbed because the actors are Italian and they don't speak good English so they have to overdub it with American actors speaking speaking the lines which is very funny to watch. It's the third in a series of Italian like spaghetti westerns that Clint Eastwood was in.
1: Okay, so was was the the recent movie by Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood they're obviously referring to that era where 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 Italy was poaching the uh, lesser right. well, stars. I mean,
0: you know that Sergio Leone, who is the director of the Spaghetti Westerns that Clint Easton was in, like the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly Festival of okay. Dollars.
1: No, I do not know what you're about to say, so I'm excited. Uh,
0: he also w- made a series of movies called Once Upon a Time In, like okay. Once Upon a Time in New York, Once Upon a Time... So okay. he did a series of movies l- called that, mm-hmm. and that is in reference to uh like sergio uh, oh that's that's (laughs) what what quentin tarantino is referencing are the old sergio leone tarantino really is a a scholar of i mean he's obsessed
2: with with films yeah and so
0: you know the if you haven't seen the movie uh leonardo DiCaprio at some point at the end of his career he goes to italy and and starts making movies there which is you know a, a, a gentle nod to you know you know Clint, yeah. So, but that's the beginning of Clint Eastwood, right? Well, it's he was thirty-five when he made that movie. Oh, so it was nineteen sixty-six when 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 The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly came out, and he was he wasn't an old guy, but he was like he was just starting to hit the prime of his career because those are the ones that made him famous, and he had a play, but he got started kind of late. He was all around. Clint Eastwood studied. I want to say he was a part of the. Uh, least Osberg he was part of the the actor's studio in mm-hmm. the 50s because there's Phil as a him in class you know in, as a young guy right out of, out of Korea and because uh, he was I think he served in the Korean War but right after he got back I think he went to New York and started studying acting but he didn't really hit it until he started doing those westerns and which is in the 60s
1: so he this is uh, uh, what so my brother was there so how many I'm one degree from this story? My brother was editing on a film, and it happened to be working in the same building as Clint Eastwood. And, and one day they're all sitting in their office, and they see Clint Eastwood go down the hallway with a bat in his hand. And then they see Clint Eastwood come back in with the bat, and then everyone <laughs> hears that a car has been parking for a week straight in Clint Eastwood's po- spot and making it so that he couldn't. And he went out there, and he beat the shit out of the car and uh, it's reasonable
0: i don't know if <laughs> it is no,
1: it's probably not but uh anyway sorry got 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 lost sidetracked
0: all right another thing i learned this week and i think you'll agree with me is that i may be suited to the lifestyle of being quarantined i think i may actually really enjoy not having to do anything except the things that i want to do okay but
1: so, but let's let's look into. I don't that. have
0: kids, which helps. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And 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 so, wow,
1: is it the quarantine or is it the is it that the that the pace of life has shifted?
0: I think the pace of life. I think yeah. the that I because I lived
1: on Guam for two years when I was in the Navy, post post uh, seal action. Yeah. yeah, and 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 their their. To say you worked 15 hours a week would would make you an aggressive worker in the Guam market. It really would. And I thought that would make everybody into just slobby imbeciles, but they're not. They're wonderful people who think work isn't that important. I mean, they work at these other things, like making a good barbecue or going down and playing volleyball at the beach. They just... They check in with their work, they keep their work afloat, and that's all they care about. Here, we're just, go, 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 go. I don't know. We One of our jobs that Dan and I do is, uh, these medical conventions, I ended up in Montreal, Canada. And I was talking to this gentleman from Chicago, he was a sales rep, and he said he had taken a walk through the park in Montreal on a sunny afternoon, and he saw people his age, you know, his equals, (laughs) playing bocce, (laughs) playing bocce ball, you know, lawn bowling, and drinking wine at noon. And he was hyper jealous. You know, he's a Chicago sales guy, like, go, 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 get him, get him, get him. And he just looked at me and he goes,
0: I'm not sure we're doing it right. (laughs) Oh, I mean... Most countries would agree, yeah, most countries take it. Uh, I think Japan is maybe one of the countries that probably and you know lives life a little bit more extreme through their work. Whew. But we're never in the top percentile of happiest, content countries when they take surveys. For that matter,
1: I don't think Japan is either. That's what I'm saying, Japan. Yeah.
0: that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Japan is the only country that I can think of that works maybe more than we do you know uh in LA it's pretty standard especially in the I- industries that we work in to work a minimum of 12 hours
1: right and 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 no problem having that being 6 days right 72 hour week is no problem in right. the film industry right. no problem and then they'll look at you after 72 hours and go want to put a 12 in on Sunday yeah and <laughs> you're just go but why? And I, I guess I get it in the film industry because they've already taken us away from our family. So oh, it's yeah. like we can't go back
0: home. Right. I don't know. Anyways. So thing I learned. that's That was the segment, Things <laughs> I Learned This Week. Uh, <laughs> that's it,
1: folks. We're in, wait, wait, wait. I have one more thing I learned. And no, 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 no. Yeah, silly, right. quick, and light. We, we don't have to leave anytime. Nate Dolan <laughs> sent me a text. I just threw him right out there. This is, uh, never mind. Should I never mind this?
0: I don't know. We're in it. Uh, Have you ever... Know. So, uh, if for those of you who are wondering, Nate Dolan is one of the Dolan brothers. He's uh, not necessarily one of the owners of the Grand Artique, but he is certainly looms large in our lives. Shane Breck and Nate. And Nate is the youngest one. He lives in
1: Reno. He sells houses. And he sent me a text this week, and the, and on it is a picture. <laughs> it's called Battle Nips. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, yeah. This is terrible. Folks, it just came to me. I'm not sure. But anyways, it's like Battleship, but you have to, and underneath the bingo board that you're looking at is a naked woman, and you have to decide under which numbers her nipples are. Right. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. <laughs> and Sounds I'll, like a fun game.
1: And I'll tell you what. I'm not good at it.
0: Do they have battle dicks? I hope they do. For those of us who prefer that... Area of the body?
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not out to. This isn't. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean
0: no. Okay. I, I'm wondering. I, we got to get that game out there.
1: Okay, if dicks. we don't, we,
0: oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> that's the next venture because okay. Grand Artig presents. So battle
1: dicks. First of all, so yeah. Anyways, so you try and figure out where the. Mm, it's not as easy you think, and uh I don't know what I think about this game. That's all. All right. But it it was new. It was
0: new. And new one, to you. New to me. Yeah. To me. Yeah. You've never even seen it. That no. was just you just learned about it right now. No, I'm saying, but maybe those of us listening out there have been playing it for years.
1: <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> okay. So how many tell me, how many days, weeks have we been in quarantine?
0: We started I think the official quarantine lockdown started on the fifteenth of March, so it's been five weeks. All right, five weeks. So, yeah, we got another four, at least. You think? I mean, until they 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 in California, they said that Los Angeles would be locked down until May fifteenth. Nothing like that's the new the, the extension. I think I think Garcetti said it last week. That I'm fine with that. Fifteenth. Yeah, I'm fine.
1: That doesn't bother me. But Florida opened their beaches yesterday. Some
0: I think in Jacksonville they ordered the yeah, they opened up the beaches and it was just like a mess. Nobody's wearing masks. Oh my God. I'm not sure that's a good idea. We'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, it's insane. People are crazy. Well, just for a minute. Just take a time out for a minute. This is an opportunity to take a time out. Use it. Yeah.
1: yeah. If, if what the world is asking of you is to stay home and watch movies, uh, there's worse things. <laughs> yeah, why not help out? Yeah. 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 So, mm, All I, right. think, I think we're on to it, right? Yeah. The interview. So,
0: yeah, so ne- coming up next, we have uh, uh, Dr. N.A. Schultz. Uh, stick around. She's got some really great... Like it was just a really fun talk with her. So as far as like what's going on in the world and how how the information we're getting is 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 being received by a prop, uh, per cer- per certain percentage of the population.
1: Yes, and it's nice to hear. Um, she's a German living in England, so it's nice to hear the other side of the world's opinion right. or or that place.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So stick around. We'll s- talk to you in a minute, or we won't. What a weird ending.
2: We got everything you want and more Down at the General Store We're making money off your ground scores Down at the General Store Yeah, we found it on the ground and we'll sell it for way more Down at the General Store Down at the Grand Artique We got everything you seek Sit down at the Grand Artique
0: and now I'd like yeah, to introduce everybody. Dr. Anae Schultz. She is a, a good friend of the show. She is a Ph.D. She has a Ph.D. in communication science. Uh, she's going to talk a little bit about what how I, how the pandemic is kind of being, you know, interpreted uh, from an intellectual level. Because you have two clowns here uh, who have very little ability to study anything intellectually. So thank you for coming on the show. Anae, it's good to hear from you. Hi. Thanks for having me. Good to hear you too. How are you? <laughs> oh, doing great. Uh, so before we get too deep into the, uh, I guess the, the nitty gritty of how, what's happening around us today and what you're doing. What exactly is your is 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 your job? What do you where are you like where you, where are you studying at and, and where are, I don't know. Just talk.
1: No no no, okay. no, 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 Pass it off. on to me. That's, that's, Thanks, ca- Dan. Nice. Um,
3: so I, I work uh, at the University of Oxford uh, at the Writers Institute for the Study of Journalism as a postdoc. So I've got my PhD in Zurich and Switzerland in communication science, as you've said, and now uh, I moved to Oxford a year ago uh, and joined a team here that's doing uh, what we call or refer to as news audience research, among many, many other things. And right now, we we also try and try to assess how people navigate through all the information about coronavirus um, that's out there, and how they what news sources they use and how they trust them.
0: How did you get started in this field? Like, yeah. what what what, yeah. what made you interested in this? Was there a moment <laughs>
1: before you knew about this field that you it, like? Did you know you were headed this way?
3: I think when I was uh, still going to high school, I was. I was watching a lot of TV um, and I was always interested in commercials, funnily. I don't know, probably not what most people were interested in, but I wanted to know how these commercials are set up and how they affect people. Like, do this? does this really get people to buy the shampoo? Um, like, what is, what is that that's doing this? Um, so I wanted to study media um, effects, really. And then during my studies, I kind of got into the area of political communication and journalism research and uh, kind of ended up in, in science, I guess.
1: So where did you go to high school at?
3: Uh, in Germany, um, in uh, Brandenburg. I don't know if that uh, is uh, telling it, you anything.
1: Um, <laughs> not me personally. <laughs> no. So that, that's true. Sort of, no, close so
3: to Berlin, I, I, I should say.
1: It is close to Berlin, and then how far from Zurich is that?
3: It's a eight to nine hour train ride, and it's one and one hour twenty minutes with a plane.
1: So, was uh, w- where did you study in Zurich?
3: Uh, in in at the University of Zurich.
1: Oh, okay, and 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 so <laughs> so, uh, excuse my. Ignorance it's not ignorance. It's a
0: good general question.
1: Well, okay. So, so when you're going to um, High school in the We'll call it the Berlin General area you was going to Zurich the University of Zurich was that a goal or did How how did you end up in Zurich?
3: Uh, No, no, I started my undergrads were still in Germany. So after high school I went to university in Germany Ah. and then I went to Zurich um for my master's studies, and then got to stay there for my PhD.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so that is sort of the so rundown. And you're, you're now you're so are you an instructor at Oxford? Do you teach?
3: I'm a re- researcher, and um, I don't do teaching here. I did teaching during my PhD in Zurich, but I'm not not doing any teaching here right now. So that's pretty convenient. Um, I, I like teaching, but not having to teach right now is
0: also pretty nice. Yeah. So. What is your studies? What what are you detailing right now? Like, what are you studying specifically right now? As far as, uh, like, what are what are you researching?
3: Um, we do we do survey research. Maybe it's it's good to start with the method. I don't know if that's going to help. We we put out questionnaires in different countries and try to find out how people in these countries use news. Um, So a big part of this is to construct the questionnaire, put put together questions that will work, uh, that will give us the answers that we want to. Um, And then we work together with survey companies that um, host panels and um, have a lot of people uh, at their disposal to which they can send our questionnaire. And then these people will respond to these questionnaires online. And this will then be our data and we get it and we look into the data and do some analysis um, uh, of what what sources of news people rely on in different countries what news they trust
0: and, and all these things so you study not only what like journalists and media companies are putting out but how that information is being received by people
3: exactly that's right. that's more of what I do right sort of looking at how, how media are used, especially news media are used and not so much the site of, of the production of it, um, which we also cover at the Institute, but that will be different people. That's not really my, my main area.
0: So what kind of, like what, what, with what's happening in the world today, what kind of right. questions and stuff are you asking people now? What, what information are you trying to glean, uh, specifically during this time?
3: So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm wondering what your experience is with that too, but we, Noticed, and many news organizations have, have also reported this that um, there was an increase in the like in how in, in news consumption. Like people, when the crisis hit the countries, people just went to their TVs and uh, wanted to learn as much as they could about the situation, which is um, pretty understandable. Um, I don't know what did you have. Did, did the same happen to you? Was that your experience as well?
0: The immediate thing for me was I I get most of my news information from uh, news websites. I don't go to the television very much. I think the one thing that I did go for the television for was uh, when Governor Newsom, uh, the governor of California, shut down uh, the the state of California, basically, when we got our stay-at-home order. That's the one time that I watched something on television where I got my information from. Everything else I'm getting from uh, CNN, Huffington Post, Salon, Politico, Vox, Daily Beast.
1: For, yeah, and for me I I increased my media, but I I take it in via surfing the web and listening to podcasts. That's how I I quit TV many years ago. Once I started yeah. making TV, I quit TV. <sighs> oh.
3: Okay. Yeah, well. So that's interesting and that sort of matches I guess what what we see in the data as well and what news organizations report is that yeah people just wanted were probably uncertain to to a fair degree and wanted to just know what was going on and turn to news uh, what increased news use and the, the big question right now is um at least to me um, how that's gonna change media habits uh, in the future is that gonna like just go back to normal consumption rates or um, um is that is, is that gonna is there like gonna be like a, a change that will last um and on on what levels will that change last or whatever so this this is something we are aiming to look into right now with the data that we gather
0: so the data that you've gathered would you say that, has there been a significant uptick in people re- looking for news specifically to about the pandemic or and what kind of news is out there mostly what are people get are people searching for? political stuff are they searching more for for informational about about the pandemic
3: we don't have so specific data like just you know what news do you use if you want to get information about coronavirus Mm -hmm. you don't really differentiate much uh in like what specific information um that will be um referring to the pandemic is more of what politicians say or different politicians say about measures or evaluations of or assessments of measures or is it information about how should I behave uh, right now and what is allowed and what is not allowed Um, or like sort of scientific information how is the virus transmitted Um, we don't we don't have that I'm sorry about that but um,
0: you shouldn't apologize yeah there
3: is an uptake in in media consumption definitely
1: do do you I, I don't know if this is a fair question but do you feel like it it, it it's you make uh, the whole world stay inside obviously media and in- consumption is gonna go up is that part of it too or am i that's
3: a super fair point of course yeah <laughs> okay. so like my my boss has tweeted about this and he used the term um a captive audience
1: yes yes exactly
3: is, right so which is probably pretty true too so what we see is that tv news is significantly rising um because people are just at home and that's where that TV is, while normally they would be around and you'd use their cell phone, right? Um, to, to uh, use or get information. so part of this is certainly that people um just stay at home, um, yeah, uh, and then have more time at their hands, maybe, which isn't also true for most for many people who are doing home office or have to take care of the children, they don't have so much time,
0: right? Right, um, right, hmm. so. My understanding is you have some questions prepared uh, for Pete and I to see how educated we are on the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, we'll
1: we're gonna play the populace.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna be the we're gonna be the the uneducated populace. Let's see how we do. Uh, I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm not good, you know, under pressure. I think uh I think I have a I have a feeling that I probably don't know a lot of the correct answers. I'm hoping my news information is correct, but I mean, who knows.
3: Right. Well, thanks for for introducing this, uh, which can go really good, can also go really bad. <laughs>
0: how, how how long <laughs> is this both, test? Both are great. I mean, how both long is good. this? And what are we what are we talking about? I love here? how you're <laughs> just
3: so concerned about. Oh God, is that going to take forever? It's, um, no, I just
0: you know my brain is going to get taxed. <laughs> no. I can I'm good for concentrating for about thirty seconds. Well, and then, then you're all done. Sudden, all right, yeah, so all right. stop talking. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not concentrating so right is, now. I'm just blathering.
3: This is five questions oh, or five perfect. statements about coronavirus, which okay. we have put out there to for people to answer in the in the survey that we did. Um and actually for full disclosure that particular study I've I'm not an author of it but it's the team that's been working on it. And so the assumption is that depending on what news people use or what sources of news people rely on their knowledge about the virus will be higher all over. Um and uh so I can I can talk to you about these results after we went through the through the questions maybe. Okay, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So that'd be good. Yeah.
3: Okay. So um, so it's, it's statements as I've said, and you can always say that whether that's true or false, and you can also say that you don't know. Okay. Um and then another part could be that um you, you take a guess at how many people in the US got this right or wrong, because Ooh. that's also pretty interesting.
2: Oh, okay okay. Um, that's pretty good. to yeah. sort of
3: assess what the public will know.
0: All right, okay
3: um, should I just start?
0: Yes, yeah, please. let's do it. Let's, let's, do it. let's, get, okay, let's do go down to, this you, road. Do you want to
3: take notes? <laughs> you can, or do you trust yourself remembering um, your your response? All right,
0: I'll take notes. Gosh, oh, god dang it. All right. Question one. Let's yep. do it. Yes, let's professor, n-
1: we'll take we'll notes. We'll take the
0: notes.
3: <laughs> I love that role. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm getting sweaty palms right now. <laughs> <laughs> he really is
1: he really is getting a little nervous here all right, all right. <laughs> it's
3: gonna be easy okay I think. great
1: great <laughs> yeah yeah she said all right so sit- the, first yes, the first statement ready yes go
3: first statement is a uh, coronavirus can be transmitted in areas with hot weather is that true false or don't you know
0: that's true true yeah, that's true. I mean, it can be transmitted anywhere. It's virus. Maybe the percentages are lower in uh, climate, higher climates. I would also like to add that coronavirus can be
1: transmitted by hot people.
0: Yes, you yeah. can be good looking and still, and still, still get somebody sick. Yeah. It's yeah. probably more likely because you're probably around <laughs> yes. more people. Attractive, you're, people are. <laughs> I mean, it's quite, it's around. right there. It's with, yeah, it's right there. The law of attraction. <laughs> it's a law. It's a law newton mm-hmm. come on newton thanks a lot that
3: is so inspiring i will just take notes myself now and uh, <laughs> okay. i mean you could maybe <laughs> inject that into your study. Topic.
0: yeah inject it into your research uh, f- right. i mean <laughs> we're just giving you gems we're pearls yeah. just yeah. dropping pearls yeah. <laughs> take it that take is it. so kind okay. okay. just just, so excited. just we just want so we want we, we want credit in the research <laughs> okay we want to be named when you get the yeah. Nobel Prize, okay, we want to be I on know stage with you.
3: Dave Hixie said.
0: <laughs> Dave Hicksy, yeah, Dave. you deserve that. Dave <laughs> okay, Hicksy, Anna Schultz. All right, fair enough. Okay. Yesterday, yesterday, just so I like Dave yeah. Hixie I'm yeah. writing that down. Thank you. I got I got Anne's name wrong. I've been calling her this wrong name for about. I'm not a sure year. you're getting it right yet either. It's Anna, right? It's a, ask her to say. Well, it.
3: you yeah, you can you can pronounce it Anna if you want to.
0: What's the right way?
3: Well, you could just say.
0: Wait, connection was bad. Yeah. Okay. Connection was bad. All right. Okay. Uh, I think it's Anne, Anne Schultz. All right. Okay. Stand by.
3: Do you want to know how many people in the U.S. got that answer correct?
0: Oh. Oh. Oh, we have to answer that, right? Oh my God. Well, so you
3: said you said both. Both that, that that's
0: true. Yeah. Okay. You said true as well, Pete. Correct for sure. No, uh, no no problem with that. I would say I would say. Set in America, because you, you've done the. This is US, not UK. Wait, before but you. This is
3: US data, right? I can also tell you about other countries, but let's keep.
0: Yeah, continuing. let's
1: stick it with US. I don't but think our before international you answer, audience is. Are we big. trying to give a percentage of the people? Is that what we're trying to do here? Right.
3: So, how many percent in our sample of US citizens <laughs> that we question? If, question I, put the question out there. I'm
1: going to say this hopefully. Hopefully, 70% of our nation knew that.
0: I was going to say 70%, Uh, but I'm going to say... I'm going to
1: think it's 50-50. I think it's 50-50. Trump... Never
0: mind. Final answer.
1: My final answer is, I want it to be 70, but my final answer is 50% of the United States.
0: 50%. All right, Bob Barker, I'm going to go 51%. (laughs) 51%. (laughs) Closer to the hole. No, I think actually, okay. I think, I think 60% of the people probably got it right. 60%. God, we're
3: Should dumb. have
0: sticked to 51, Dan. Oh, man. What was the right answer? <laughs>
3: 53.
0: 53? Yes! <laughs> oh, I went over. You're yeah. stupid. 53%. Oh, F- my God. Florida's a big state. Florida's a big state. 53% of the, how many, what's the sample size?
3: It's one thousand people. One
0: thousand. And that's standard scientifical scientifical. I said scientifical. To I'm not even sure, drinking it's, yet.
3: It's a good it's a good size sample. Right. Okay, it's okay. a good size sample. And we took care that um like gender is balanced, like close to the or, or parallel to the population.
0: So and a little bit more female. But we're there.
1: not calling it a double blind placebo group. All
0: right, right, but we both got the answer right. Pete was just closer to the hole. Yeah, on the on right. the percent. So
3: and then just just so you know, 70 uh, percent got it false, and 30% said it that, that they just don't know it.
0: No they're wonder not why they sure wonder why they're going to the beaches in Florida now. Good Lord, you morons! Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right.
3: So just to make you feel better, um, 42% in Germany got it right.
0: What? So even Those- less. They're supposed to be smart in Germany. Those are
3: Germans. Right. I was
0: just so there. Just, they were that's so also smart. pretty
3: revealing, right? Oh, um man. that's the question that the Germans fed the worst on. And I I have no no clue what. Are
0: you shamed? Are you I'm, are, I'm really shamed. Yeah. I'm really I, Your I, I people.
3: apologize on all of our behalves. Um that, <laughs> that's just the
0: German
1: hard. people. <laughs> mm, you guys are all oh right. my god. So all right. next
3: question. Um, eating garlic can help prevent infection with coronavirus.
1: Wait, eating garlic can help in prevent infection? Is that what you just said? Yeah. yeah
3: eating garlic can help prevent infection. I'm
0: yes. guessing in... In, in, Room- in Transylvania. In, Trans- <laughs> in <Romania. laughs> That's true. That, that, that I guess... We're gonna uh, go- I'm going to go false. False. <laughs> false garlic probably right. does not have much to do with the transfer. Unless you've stuffed all your orifices in with garlic and nothing can get in, including air, then perhaps garlic would help. But I would say overall... Garlic is a false, false. Yeah, and I would say
1: this time seventy percent of the nation understands. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll go. I'll go sixty-five. I'm going sixty-two. 65. 72. 65. 72 for me. Sixty-five percent.
3: You're really good. You're really good. So that's that's false. False is the correct answer, and sixty-six percent in the U.S. Boom!
2: <laughs> oh man.
0: Pretty good. good. Oh, oh, I'm getting loose. Yeah. How are your palms? Still <laughs> sweaty. No, no, man. No. Starting to feel good. I've you. got adrenaline <laughs> running through me. I feel. Put me in, Coach. I'm ready. Question three. Come on. What else? What else? What okay. other pertinent information do we have about that? So 65. Sorry, What? What other pertinent information do we have about that? That question.
3: <laughs> about the garlic question. Yeah.
0: Where yeah. does it even come from? Yeah, like, why, why, why I've garlic? never even heard so, that. Is it a Yeah.
3: So the. So what? We have these. Uh, these are fact check uh, checked facts i'm sorry check facts from the who's official coronavirus virus mythbuster site that's where we got this from
1: oh, okay
0: oh, all right okay i'd right. never heard so anything is...
3: about
1: garlic
0: okay so you're responding pete how re- how um, recent was the, were these questions sent out is this like this week or was this at the beginning this of the
3: was uh, end of march beginning of april so just okay. a couple of weeks
0: ago oh, i mean we'd already yeah, been in lockdown yeah, right. for a few couple of weeks at that point okay all right. Question three. Really,
3: Pete? Actually, I heard from Christian about the garlic stuff.
0: Oh, really? You did? Did you really hear that?
3: Uh, via Laurent, yeah.
0: Oh, she said that garlic Did Christian Pete's wife said that garlic will prevent coronavirus?
3: I wasn't part of the conversation, but Laurent said something about Christian talking about garlic.
0: All right, we don't want to throw her under the bus, but hopefully, when she listens to this, she gets. She's probably lately. <laughs>
1: Wow, we're getting off the off the rails here. But lately, uh, um, I've been getting fermented garlic, and I eat it, but it's just for, it, it's for circulation. It's an aphrodisiac, yeah. right? Well, Aphor- yeah. yeah, C- yeah C- circulation. <laughs> that's the nice way of saying it. <laughs> just to, just to
0: turn my lady on, give what? her the
1: garlic breath. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, no. Actually, that's funny that you're saying that, but it actually is for blood circulation. There are many people that right. think you can get a, a larger... Erection enlargement, enlargement with God. but, anyways, we're off the rails here. I don't know. Okay. I just
3: meant to say with this that apparently that is part of the debate in the UK, too, uh, in the US, too.
1: Huh.
3: Um, just that maybe the two of you haven't come across it, but yeah, it's probably out there.
0: Well, garlic, fair enough, garlic being a thing. the
3: garlic idea, yeah,
1: yeah, fair enough.
0: Well, dana and I haven't been taking garlic, but we've been putting thieves' oil on our neck. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Is Just, that true? Yeah, I don't know. Old really? wives' tale. I don't are you know. are you really putting really, things really on? Really, really soft necks. Yeah, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. It smells great. Mm. Either way, it yeah. smells amazing. I love it. So okay. the next
3: one is really easy. Um, okay. Older people are more se- 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 or okay, That's a difficult word. Susceptible se- to becoming seriously ill from coronavirus. Younger people, are are
0: people, older, older, people. older people are more susceptible. Older
3: people are more susceptible and becoming ill from coronavirus.
0: Okay, that's true. True. I'm gonna guess. Okay. I'm gonna guess ninety percent of the country.
1: I'm going with eighty-one. There's we can't do ninety percent anything. Oh,
0: you're right. You're right. Well, I'm gonna stick with it. Final I'm, answer. I'm an 90, 80. Okay, go ahead. I'm
3: getting that's getting suspicious now.
2: So it's ninety percent. <laughs> do you have the? A... <laughs> are you cheating?
0: I'm in the
1: wrong field. Dude, dry palm,
0: Danny. He's not cheating. He's he's in the zone. Hey, Oxford University, you hiring? <laughs> We Come are on.
3: actually. We're looking for new postdocs.
0: Bring me in. <laughs> they call them the Hicopedia. <laughs> Hicopedia.com. You're gonna get the Hickensian bump. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you learned it here first. At the Grand Artique <laughs> Podcast.
1: <laughs> Boom! Okay, um <laughs> back to reality. Right. Okay.
3: Okay, next one. Um uh second last. Antibiotics are effective in treating coronavirus.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: Look at huh. you now. <laughs> false. False. Antibiotics. I mean, I guess they don't really have anything that's false. yeah. That's false. That's false. I'm sure, why not? False. I'm gonna guess though that that oh, this one's screwed. Forty-three percent of the yeah, United States yeah, understands yeah. that. I'm gonna say thirty-five. Thirty-five. Thirty-five percent.
3: You're underestimating them. Um, oh really? It's. It's fifty-five percent who knew that.
0: Oh. oh well, Peter was closer to the hole there. All right. Well, I got that's two. More you got two.
3: people that knew the stuff about the hot areas.
0: Yeah, it's, that's kind of confusing though, because they're, they're still probably using antibiotics to treat, even though they don't know whether or not. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. know. I, I haven't been in the hospital. I don't think so. No. But
1: I don't know what the hell I'm talking about either. Yeah. I mm. listened to This American Life. That's where.
0: Whew. Yeah, with
1: right. glass. I love Ira glass. Yeah, that's an aside.
0: Do you guys get This American Life in Oxford? <laughs> what do
1: you mean? Do they get it? Of course they do. It's called the no. World it, Wide is Web. Is it the, World is it the, World the Wide is Web? Is, is
0: This American Life one of the top podcasts in the UK?
3: Is it delivered with owls? Because we only get stuff from owls here.
1: Oh, oh. really? That's because of a Harry Potter. Oh, yeah.
0: Henry he bu- reference.
1: Harry Potter. Shaggerary. Oh, go get it! Oh, right. she's Ravens a lovely school. girl. Oh my God! All right, back uh, to uh, Liverpool. The thank- Beatles. <laughs> Thanks, for entertaining us, Doctor. Back to question five.
3: <laughs> so the last one is um is a bit different um of the type, but um and you will have heard it, which is, uh, coronavirus was made in a laboratory. Is that true, false, or don't you know?
0: It's False. The information we have right now is that it's false, even though they are currently investigating whether or not it was made in that lab in Wuhan. I but heard... Our information source right now is that it is not, that it was that it's biological. You're wrong. I heard that, <laughs> that a Texan took a chihuahua from Mexico, <laughs> and it had
1: sex with a bat in the Philippines, and then that bat flew... To China in the Wuhan and had sex with a chicken. That's how we got the coronavirus.
0: They made a soup. Made yep. a soup. That's it. Is that correct? Did he? Is he, is he right? Am I one hundred percent? Okay. False. So, false. I am going to say. I am going to say fifty. I am going to say forty-nine percent of Americans think that's true.
2: It's 50. No, no, 50. no. no I'm going to say
0: more than that. I'm going to say 55%. 55%. I'm, going, I'm going 50 flat. 55%. I think 50 it was made this in line.
3: So, you, what you're saying, you were talking about those who got the response false. We, we both. Because they said it's true.
0: Yes. 55% said it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, 45, hmm, 45% got it right? No. God, I'm confused. It's I confused myself. It's right down the middle there. Just listen to me. I got this.
1: I oh, don't oh, know. This is the rubber match, no, by the no. way. You got two. I got two. We okay. got all of them correct. 55%
0: – okay, th- I'm going back. 55% got it right. And I'm 50. It's
3: 50-50. So Dude. 45% got it right.
0: Oh, I had it right the second, the first time. I shouldn't have changed my mind. I'm I, such was, a... I
3: oh. was so scared already. Like, he is cheating. He has oh. that report in
0: front oh. of him. Yeah. Have you guys already published it?
3: Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: online. Oh. Folks – Oh. Just remember, two people on this call have advanced degrees in life, and one guy went to the navy.
0: Yeah, but you were you were on the radar, so that's an impressive. <laughs> <laughs> the no, so radar. You're a, you're a radar operator. Okay, that's pretty cool, man. That's <laughs> science. That's computers. <laughs> Don't make that. that. I'm looking at Anna on our Zoom call, and she no, just made a very. Didn't funny say phase. her name
1: right, by the way. You didn't just. And an, it, Try it. Try.
0: It. Well, I called it. her. Anna for for, for like six months. But you can do it. She never corrected me until we got on a got on a on an app WhatsApp chat. Frau Schultz. Frau Schultz What is your middle name? <laughs> what is your middle name?
3: Oh God. That's gonna be
1: You can't it's not can't I would, it in
3: English. What my middle name is?
1: Yes, what is it?
3: I don't have one.
1: Oh. Really? She's lying. What's okay? Here's a good one. What's Oxford's
0: mascot? Ooh, what is Oxford's mascot? Do you know? Mascot? Yeah, you know when they go and play soccer. You know what's the the fighting Oxford uh, cherubs? What like what what are they?
1: What's a good team in the book?
3: To the best of my knowledge, and I might be wrong, uh, we don't have one.
1: (laughs) No, like I don't
3: have a middle name. It's never crossed my way. Um, so, and I'm here for a year, so probably we really don't have one. but um, hmm I don't know.
0: Okay. Can, where is Oxford in relationship to London? London? Yeah, like how far away in, is it?
3: In, yeah, it's a, it's about an hour train ride.
0: Oh, so it's like a suburb. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Schultz, I just
1: conducted a, a search on Google and the University of Oxford does not. Have a mascot.
2: Boom! Ooh! So I would guess, guess, guess
0: how many of our respondents uh, knew that was correct? What? Guess your guess the percentage. Yeah, let's have a percentage. Let's have it. What do you think the percentage was?
3: Well, fifty percent.
0: Yeah, because Pete you, thought you, that you pretty good. Pete thought that there wasn't a mascot, and I did. So <laughs> that's fifty percent. You nailed it. Really good. Impressive. Do you have the cheat sheet in front of you? <laughs> oh no! I have all
3: the paper
0: here. <laughs> Great.
3: So. You want to know who knew best, just to, to yeah. Kind of oh, as this. far as
0: nations, can can we guess? Can we guess? Yeah.
3: Well, oh, as far as nations, I was thinking more of oh, as far in the as US. who uses what news? Because oh, okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get that. Yeah, that's I better. That was the topic. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, um, so it turns out, and that might it doesn't probably I don't know if that's surprising or not to you, but people who rely on traditional news organizations will um, have known significantly more. Um, about coronavirus, for example. Um, what?
0: For example, oh, what?
3: we didn't, we didn't, we didn't really um, take this apart. So oh, it's okay. just really, it says what, what of the following uh, sources do you rely on? And uh, news organizations was one option. For okay. People to pick,
0: so, so newspapers. That,
3: it's not clear. Right.
0: right. Which which BBC
3: um,
1: versus YouTube kind of thing, or I don't know. Uh, probably yeah, Facebook. So we
3: have, we had the option uh, to say that it's video sites that people rely on,
1: mm-hmm. which
3: would be YouTube. Uh, and um, for the U.S., there is no effect, so we we don't see one. But there is a negative effect for people who use video sites um, and knowledge in Spain, which means that people who use video sites a lot to get their news will know less about coronavirus.
0: Hmm. So that's what that's would that be considered effect. a video site, like YouTube or YouTube. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Do it's people go there for news? Movie. Do people go to YouTube for news? Oh heck, yeah. Really.
1: Well, how it's do you think flat earthing it. started? Flat earthers are a thing because of YouTube. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. went. They went to oh, the you school know? of moronicide.
0: Ooh. I just started listening. There's a new uh, podcast called Rabbit Hole, mm-hmm. and they're they're going down that. The first episode was about that, about how YouTube, about how if you, but they talked to the engineer who helped design the algorithm that makes you pick if you pick one video, that then selects the next video that you're gonna do, and how. If you're watching something on, say, a protest and you pick one side of the protest to watch that video from, it's going to show you only videos. Your next video is going to be from that side of the protest. Whereas if you watch the other side, you're only going to get videos from the next side of the protest. Their, their algorithm had that. And he tried to change the algorithm, but he got fired. Shoot. That, interesting.
1: That story is directly related to what. The doctor just said because if you watch video sites, you have less knowledge of yeah. the coronavirus. Yeah. So, in
2: one
3: country, it's in, just one country, right? So, we oh, didn't find it for Spain. the US.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, okay. One but um,
3: another, pre- like, yeah, for the US messaging apps, if you rely on information that's coming to you via messaging apps like WhatsApp, Telegram, whatever you use, um, also these people will know less or are more likely to know less about coronavirus. Is
0: so, do the what? So in the US, people who use like what, WhatsApp or what are other what are other messaging sites? Instagram. Instagram Facebook. Facebook. Would those be considered messaging sites or
3: No, that would be social media. Social media. Oh. We didn't find oh. effects for social media use. Oh you oh.
0: didn't? So no. the Okay. No, we well that's good.
3: Not no in none of the countries.
0: Oh well, that's good. That's good news that social media isn't disseminating false information at, at an alarming rate hmm. right now.
3: Might still be doing that, but um, it it's not. It's not showing know. up
0: in your, in your in your studies. Hmm. Well, that's good, huh?
1: So what do you, so how do you feel? Are, personally, do you how do you take your news in? Do do you uh, are you across the board, or how how do you take your news in?
3: Well, via my phone. Most of the times, uh, I have different news apps that I use. Um, also, social media is important for me. I, I mainly speak of Twitter, but also Instagram.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then I get information shared from from people I work with and people who are my friends and family, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and when the crisis started, I, I was pretty much glued to the screen. Like I followed news in different I countries. Uh-huh. I just, um, right. Wanted to see how things evolve like i've i am like sort of attached to germany but then also switzerland where i've lived a lot a, a lot of my my life my adult life and um then uk obviously is interesting to um so i've just been all over the place uh which was probably also a bit too much like it got me into a bad mood <laughs> i'm not gonna lie yeah um but um that that has panicked me a little bit maybe not only the news like the whole it's not the news fold i wouldn't say that you know it's, it's been a you know, they have, there wasn't a lot of positive things they could have reported about. Um, But um, yeah, it was just pretty depressing to take all that in. Um,
0: Do you find yourself still addicted to going to that stuff? Because I I do. I'm, I still find myself, even though I know it's not going to make me feel better, I can't stop looking at the information. I can't stop reading about it. Is that, have you found that the case for yourself or have you been able to distance yourself from that kind of? You know information
3: like maybe temporarily i think like then so okay that's it's i just need like a saturday where i, where I get away from all of this right and then i like deliberately just leave my phone at home i, I do these and think it's really fair to do this if, if it's good for your mental health you know right but it's also important to get back to it um to like stay informed uh, and keep informed as this the study that we've just spoken about shows that you just you need to know the stuff that they report about because with coronavirus this can be like a question of death and life, you know, if you know right. how to behave or not. Um, so it's really important to to get some information in and not completely turn away from it.
1: That so, do you feel? I, I'm interested in uh, how London is dealing with this. Are people staying in? Do you feel? Do you feel that people are following along? Do you? Uh, do you personally go out into London often?
3: uh so i'm i'm not in london
1: oh she's an sorry, hour outside so, of sorry sorry sorry, oxford. sorry. Yeah, we're from la <laughs> but and as, we're as of what
3: i've heard people in london really like stick to the rules and the yeah. people in oxford as well um we are not allowed to um meet other people that we don't live with so you can only go out and walk with people you uh you share a household with
0: that's smart um, yeah i think we're supposed <laughs> the same thing
3: <laughs> which is pretty which is pretty strict. Um, like in Switzerland, they can still meet with five other people uh, right. or like at, like with four other people, so that's a group of five. They don't have to live with them but here it's here it's it's just the people you share a household with. If you live alone all by yourself, then that's it, then you, you are not allowed to meet anyone, which is pretty pretty depressing probably.
0: I wonder what the um, mental health issues are gonna be. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that's not your field, but I'm curious. You know, yeah, yeah. um, so okay. Well, here's the deal it looks like our zoom call here is going to end. Uh, oh, it is, so uh, we don't pay for the premium. But, uh, is there any? What would you like to wrap it I up just, with? Pete? I, w-
1: I want one last question because you're right there. I'm sorry. So, you are dating someone who lives in Zurich, correct? That's
0: correct. And so,
1: so you can't fly to Switzerland right now, correct?
3: I I can't fly into Switzerland. I can fly out of the UK, but in Switzerland, they would probably not let me in, because I'm German.
1: So do you have plans to see see, uh, your significant other anytime soon, or what's the...
3: I have the plan, but not the possibility, or like, (laughs) I just can. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so...
1: (laughs) Sorry. I, I, uh, yeah,
3: it's difficult. It's pretty uncertain. We don't know when we're gonna see each other again, but um, we're we're optimistic that this is not gonna go on for for forever. Well, now. you know, we probably kind of finished on sentence.
0: Well, Germany's starting to reopen. It sounds like so you guys can.
3: Yeah. Uh, right. So borders are gonna open up um, anytime. Yeah. I think like maybe maybe might be June um, or yeah. July would still be okay. It would be it's you know it's not easy, but
0: right um, could be worse. And do you live by yourself?
3: I have a housemate. She's from Spain.
0: Oh. Oh, so you guys can't communicate cuz yeah, yeah, because you things, only speak some, yeah, you only speak English and German. Six different languages. She French. probably doesn't. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Sorry.
3: Here in Oxford, we we just like communicate with math formulas. That's smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that
0: smart. It's like the aliens. Just like the aliens. Right. That's how yeah. we're going to communicate we with just, aliens. We don't agree yeah, with just, that pie
1: in the know. sky <laughs> type <laughs> thinking.
0: 3.14, <laughs> f- 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 whatever that is. All right. That's just a, a fraction
1: of the jokes that I have.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you made us smarter. Uh, you made us seem smarter by the association we have with you, uh, and I appreciate that. Um, I, If people say that you're a collection of the five best people around you, then you're, you're definitely making me, uh, you're raising our level up a bit, <laughs> Oxford professor.
3: You're making me cooler and more fun. Well, there's no so question about to-
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: All right, listen. Wow, well, okay. I would like to say thank you very much and stay safe and I I look forward to the time where you and your uh, boyfriend and my my wife and all of us get to spend a moment and raise a glass. So it'll it'll be I'm ne- looking
3: forward to that too.
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you Raising so much. it right here. <laughs>
3: Okay, hey, have uh, a good um, rest of the
1: day. Yes, you too. Have a good evening. Bye. Thanks
3: so much.
1: Cheerio. Bye. Cheerio.
0: <laughs> All right, so that was Anae Schultz. Anae? Uh, Anae, right? Anae? Yeah, that's Anae it. Anae Schultz. Anae. Uh, we appreciate her coming on today. Uh, coming up next, we have Stephanie Federoff, one of our truly great Grand Artique members. She favorite. She uh, she'll be coming up and singing a song for us. So stick around. We'll be right back. now is stephanie federoff aka federoff aka the electrician lighting specialist of the grand artique the woman who lights up the town with her eyes her beauty and her music welcome to the show stephanie federoff
4: hi dan it's great to be here pete Hi, uh, <laughs> hello thank you for having me you two
0: how are things going over there in hollywood
4: Oh, you know. Well, I'm I'm in East. I'm I'm in East, like East of East Hollywood. So you know, uh, uh, not quite Hollywood, but um,
1: whoa, whoa, wait! Uh, You're making close, a distinction closer. from where you live and Hollywood. Is that a correct? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, let me get. Yeah. I'm going to get clear here.
0: Just so you know, the tens of thousands of people who listen to this podcast yeah. every week yeah. can't
1: differentiate. Well, well, well. I want to yeah. know if Fedorov makes a distinction between her street and Hollywood. Is that correct?
4: Well, not the Boulevard of Hollywood, certainly. No, no, no,
1: right no, Hollywood, the neighborhood.
4: Yeah, no, we are definitely not in Hollywood. Hollywood okay. doesn't start for a few more streets.
1: Okay. Um, uh, what are you guys there?
2: Yeah,
4: <clears throat> we we live in Thai Town slash Little Armenia.
0: All right, Great. All right, how many? It's what's a- what's lockdown like for you right now in are, Thai Town, in Thai Little town, Armenia? Lo- like, are are you there by yourself?
4: No, actually, I, um, I live here with six roommates. Six. Um,
0: Is that even legal? Are you allowed to have that many roommates in in, in Los Angeles right now? I thought. You
4: can have as many roommates as you want. I mean, because Um, you're not
0: supposed to have gatherings of larger than five people. Yeah,
4: Yeah. but we're, we're grandfathered in. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, they're living. They're not gathering. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well. Indeed. Every day is a gathering. Well, how are you guys staying busy over there?
4: Oh, man, every way we can think. It's nice because we're all uh, uh, creative individuals in our different respects, but they're, those creativities are both complementing what each other have to offer very well and also just keeping us entertained no, but very s- thoroughly.
1: So a specific, I, I have some inside information, but specifically <laughs> what have you guys been doing to uh, keep busy?
4: well we we've had some game nights we played we played family feud actually against uh well you should remember uh,
2: w- virtually winning that,
4: winning that game virtually it was uh that was the like the hardest one I think we've done yet the hardest thing because it was so it was such a lag of of technology it was really the first time I was like man this sucks. It would be nice if we were in front of these people right now, because <laughs> this would be going much more smoothly. Yeah, it was. It
0: was. It was. It was a fun challenge. Least. Indeed, yeah.
4: indeed. We've been doing brunch, dr- or brunches and and nighttime drag shows on a pretty much a weekly basis. With uh, my one of my roommates is a drag queen, um, so obviously has been feeling a huge lack in work because everything she does is everything well everything he does everything but as drag queen everything she does um is
1: Live and in person, I've been to many drag shows. I was a big fan of drag when I lived in Portland, Oregon. We would go downtown, and actually, the best three or four clubs in all of Portland were live drag shows. And man, you get in—it's it, the action is all around you, and the action is real. And 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 when I would go to these drag shows in Portland, I remember that they taught me that they're to f the fourth wall. I, the drag queens of Portland, Oregon taught me that, that as a performer, forget about the fourth wall. And uh, for those of you who aren't performers who didn't go to theater school, fourth wall is like, that's the audience, right? So you're looking at me on stage. There's a wall behind me. There's a wall to my right, and there's a wall to my left. And we've addressed all of those walls. And we left the fourth wall blank because that's you looking through it. And when you break through that, you're all of a sudden in the audience and talking to them. And the drag queens of Portland, Oregon taught me
0: how to do that. Uh, back to you. All right. Good filibuster. Uh, so, Stephanie.
4: I mean, that's a big part, if I might elaborate on that filibuster. <laughs> that's that's a huge part of drag in general is their interaction with the crowd. Hell yeah. They're, they're some of the only people who have a free pass to tell you to fuck off to your face it's and you best. just laugh it off. It's the greatest. And So this whole social distancing non gathering culture has definitely made for an interesting time uh, trying to do that trying to engage an audience that you can't see and you can't feed off of and also just like forcing us to get more creative we've we ended up making some videos like almost music video style but of performances and I've like stretched my director wings in that respect, and really, we've made some stuff that we're proud of and like stands on its own, quarantine or no quarantine.
0: Yeah, I've seen one of the videos. It's really good. Is there a place where people can either see the streams or see some of the work that you guys have been doing?
4: Yeah, if you follow a little bit, yeah, if you follow Misty Violet on uh, Instagram, the Misty Violet, I think, is actually the name, the Misty Violet. Um, she puts up, she'll, she'll promote her live streams on her story. And then the videos we've done, I've posted all of those on mine at Miss Federoff. Great. You know, I'm proud of them. They're good. They're really good for being shot in a dining room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. That one that I just saw was fantastic. Dana was like, you got to watch this. And it's all, it's all shot in one shot. And it's it's a full song, and the it there's scenery changes and costume changes all happening all within in in one song. It's pretty it's pretty impressive. I would say I went
4: nuts with the gags in that one. I went ham on just doing all these physical practical effects.
0: (laughs) It was very fun. Uh, Okay, so. Um, I think that's going to wrap up our show for today. Stephanie's going to play us out a song here. But if uh, all you listeners out there, uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at thegrandartiquepodcast at gmail.com. Send us some notes. What do you want to hear? Who do you want to hear from? Uh, We appreciate you tuning in, especially at this point in the podcast. Uh, And let's uh, have Stephanie, you take us away. Thank you very much. Stephanie Federoff, we appreciate you.
1: Thank you very much.
4: Thank you guys for having me. Miss
1: you. Yeah, I can't wait to raise a glass with you. Uh, the next party that we all go to
4: is going to be good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to raise some hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all going to die
1: that night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We'll all get out of this, and then we'll all die at the first party. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that's the spirit of FedRoff right there, folks.
2: All right. Love you. start to buckle and i feel i can't breathe give me whiskey and honey honey that's what i need whiskey No good to me Give me whiskey The smoking
4: and st- shit, 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 shit. Okay, mm. follow me back.
2: <laughs> when the smoking and screaming, smoking—what I wonder—have <laughs> stolen my voice. When my fingers are frozen, but I ain't got a choice only one thing darling you can do for me give me The night and it burns and can hurt as it happens in life. The honey smooths sweetly and softens the blow as to pick up yourself. you
4: Definitely, request. that was awesome.
0: That was so cool.
2: Thank you guys. That's great.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We'll talk soon. Yeah, have a good. Hey, enjoy those wings and beer. Ooh, yeah, wings and beer afterwards. All right. Hey, it
2: was nice talking
0: with you. Yeah. All right. We'll talk soon.